Hello and welcome. This is Nadia with RFCA, and you're listening to Wine and Wednesdays. Today, y'all, I am talking about my own personal relationship. I think that it is very, very important to let you guys know that nothing is perfect, but if you stick with it, it is worth it. Okay, so if today is your first time with me, you are in for a treat. If you're returning, thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. Please remember that Artesia focuses on three key ideas. Seed planting, recognizing illusions, and acts of kindness. Tune into these so that you can change your perception in order to change your situation. Let's get started. Okay, many of you do not know, but tomorrow, September the 15th, will be my 16th wedding anniversary. I cannot believe it. It has been 16 years since we said I do, and I am just so excited, and I feel so blessed to have such a strong companion, someone who I can share my life with right next to me during this season where we 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 change so through every season I should actually say he has been by my side and I truly truly appreciate and love him so I kind of want to go back and tell you just a little story so that you hear it straight from my mouth on how our journey has been so back in 1988 yes I am that old wow I'm dating myself. Huh. Anyway, back in 1988, I'm in the sixth grade, okay? He is in the eighth grade. This is when we meet. We went to the same middle school. He was only there for one year, obviously, because then he graduates. And then I was there for my entire sixth grade year and then half of seventh grade year. And then we move to the other side of town and I start going to um, a different school. I often think, what would have happened had we not met for this one particular year in our lives? This is such a small portion of our lives where we actually meet each other. Because let me tell you, we do not actually reconnect until January of 2000. So all of his high school, all of his college, and all of mine, there is no interaction between he and I. So in January of 2000, it's a blizzard. And I mean a blizzard. There is no reason why anybody should have been out in the streets of Chicago at the time. But we were, my girlfriend and I went to a club. He and one of his cousins ended up being at this club. And and I knew the cousin. He had stayed um, around in Bolingbrook where we grew up the entire time. So I knew him, had talked to him and was, you know, kind of chit-chatting back and forth with him during this particular day. And my husband comes up to me and he says, excuse me, don't I know you? Oh my God. I was so aggravated because I thought he was kind of cute and he probably would have had a chance, but how do you go to somebody talking about, don't I know you? Like it was so lame. And I was like, no, you don't know me with a stank attitude. And I think I even probably rolled my eyes and, you know, turned away from him. And he's like, okay, Miss Johnson. 
oh my goodness, I felt so stupid. And then, you know, I had to like try to quickly figure out who this guy was because of course Johnson is my maiden name. And sure enough, I did know him. I remembered and we have been inseparable ever since. So I had talked a couple of um, episodes ago about doing things that couples do and making sure that in your relationships, you guys are acting like a couple. Let me tell you what this man did. I live in Bolingbrook. He lives in Chicago. That's probably about a good 35, 40 minute commute. Okay. It's January of 2000. It's cold. Probably around March, maybe around March, he sells his car and gets a motorcycle. Do you know this man was getting on his motorcycle and traveling to Bolingbrook to see me? This 40-minute commute on the high, it's cold. I cannot express to you how cold and probably actually even dangerous that this was. And if anybody out there knows my husband, he ain't have on no helmet. My father used to look at him like I cannot believe it. And then I would hop on the back of his bike with him, you know, without a helmet also. And it was just, I don't know, the the things that men will do for you that show you that they care for you. It could be something so small. He is doing whatever it takes to make sure that he sees me. And of course, in the beginning of the relationship, this is vital. There's nothing going on in y'all's lives that should stop him from showing you that you are important. And that's exactly what he did. So we date for six and a half years. So my parents end up moving. I move into a townhouse in Naperville, now even further away from Chicago. And we just continue this back and forth. We used to put a mattress on top of my car and drive it like five miles down the road so that we could stay together in one of his two flats. Y'all, oh my goodness, the stories that I could tell you. It is just crazy to look at where we used to be as to where we are now. I had bumper marks on my front fender because his car one day ran out of gas. I don't know what happened. But anyway, I pushed his car or bumped his car all the way down 87th Street from Manistee where we were staying back down to um, Cottage. Y'all, it's just crazy. Um, And now the thought of me actually bumping his Rolls Royce with my car, (laughs) like this just wouldn't happen, right? We have come a long way. But throughout this entire journey, we have always been there for each other. One of the things that I've always said to him is that we've never really had the answers and we've both 
have had opportunities to grow and to change. And there were certain things that he needed to work on and things that I needed to work on. But the thing that I believe kept us together was the fact that both of us wanted to work so that we could get better. We knew we wanted to be together. We knew this. And even though it was not always fun, it was something that we wanted to happen. I am just so thankful that he is with me today. And he has worked his ass off to provide me with the life that I have. It is unimaginable. I don't think that you all even have any idea of how much that man works and provides for me and his two children. It is admirable. He is a provider. He is everything that I need him to be and more. And there was a time within our relationship where I'm looking at how hard he works because sometimes that actually took him away from me and I had two children most of this time. So if you go out and, and if you start to follow me and, and start to, to read kind of maybe my um, my bio out on the website, you'll understand that there was resentment that, that ends up building and growing that I feed and I, I, I water this resentment for many, many years. I'm not talking about six months to, you know, two years. I'm talking about years here, maybe five to eight. If he was here, he might tell you it was eight to 10. But it was a long time. And some of these things, I wish that there was someone who would have told me that there was a different way that I could look at this. Yes, I am the primary caregiver of my children. And therefore, there are certain things that are my decisions to make. It's my responsibility. His responsibility is to make sure that he provides financially for his family. And he is doing exactly that. I cannot. I wish someone would have told me. I cannot fault him for stepping away and taking care of what it is that he needs to take care of as a man. It's the wrong way to look at it. Marriages are not 50-50. Everybody has to play a part. And in your marriage, you need to figure out what your part is. He and I tend to have a little bit more of a traditional roles. You know, where, I mean, I work too, but he is the primary breadwinner. I am the primary caregiver for the children. This works for us. And therefore, there are times where our thought process, our The seeds that we plant and the seeds that we decide to water need to be aligned into how our roles are. Now, your role in your marriage might be different, and that is okay. You do not have to have the type of marriage that I have. You just have to make sure that you identify with what your role is. What is your part in your marriage so that you can tune into that and play the best part that you can. Those are your responsibilities. Don't put them on him. Let him take his responsibilities and just start to change the way that you think a little bit so that the resentment does not begin to grow. All right, let's go ahead and take our wine break. 
Today I have with me an Aki Yoshi 2021. It is a rosé of Pinot Noir from California. This is something that I have gotten from my Naked Wines Club. And I know I've stated that I am not too much of a fan of rosés, but this one is actually very, very good. Um, on the back of the label, it reads, A bit of fragrance always clings to the hand that gives a rose. That just so happens to be a Chinese proverb. This is actually pretty good. I've had it chilling and it is really good. It's um, very fragrant and sweet. It's soft and it's just a good sipping wine. One of the things um, that I think I am coming to recognize about my own personal palate is that I don't think I'm a big fan of rosés and um, whites because you typically chill those. Then with me, because they're chilled, I tend to drink them like they are pop. And they are not pop. So I think I mentally have to get out of this, that I don't like them because I think I over drink because they are so light and cool and refreshing that I just keep drinking and drinking and drinking and before you know it I've drunk the whole bottle so it's not necessarily that I don't like it I don't think I know how to control myself and I overdrink. therefore I don't like the outcome and not necessarily the actual flavor of the wine so that's something that I mentally have to get get over but I would definitely recommend this again this is a David Akiyoshi a 2021 rosé of Pinot Noir Okay, let's get back into it. So people are always asking me when they find out that I've been with my husband for 22 years and we've been married for 16 of those. They always want to know what's the secret. Well, I don't really think that it's that much of a secret. We say it to you all all of the time, but I, I'm not sure if people really truly understand what we mean by when we say you need to communicate. Communication is the key. And then I'm going to go ahead and add you also need patience. So the two of those things together in my mind is what the secret is. Okay. So let me just explain for a second. So as long as you're communicating what it is that you want to your partner, I think that you've got a head start. But that does not mean that your partner is going to do what it is that you have just communicated. It doesn't necessarily mean that they truly even understand what it is that you're communicating. So this is why I add in patience. Your partner is not a mind reader, nor are you. So you need to be able to hear the information. And sometimes it takes five to seven times for you to actually really understand what it is that someone is saying, just in normal communication. So just think about how complex that notion is when you're actually talking about changing behaviors to try to make somebody else happy or to at least um, maybe not make them happy, but to 
take away some of their stresses or to make their lives a little bit easier. So for example, let's just say, um, well, here, here's a real life example. My husband and I have this thing about making plates. You know, you cook dinner and now you have to make a plate. Now, this is something that he really cherishes. He likes for his plate to be made. And yes, I do make his plate. However, this was a struggle. And I'm going to explain to you why this was a struggle for me. My mother never made my father's plate. In my family, that is not what the women did. So I never grew up with this shown to me. Okay. So then when it was brought to me as something that he wanted to wanted, I'm looking at it like, well, why can't he make his own plate? I just made dinner. And so it took me a while, even though he had communicated what it was that he was looking for, it took me a while to truly understand that, yes, he is capable of making his own plate, but it really isn't that hard for me to make two plates instead of one. So he needed to show me patience as I tried to understand a new concept. It wasn't necessarily that I didn't want to do this for him. The concept just wasn't there. And my mindset on how I was viewing it was wrong. So that's why I'm saying you need to communicate your needs. However, you still need to give your spouse enough time to be able to truly understand what you're communicating and how that they can give you what you want or, you know, some of the desires of your heart. Patience is a virtue. I know you all have heard people say that nothing worth having is instant. All good things take time. Rome wasn't built in a day. I could go on and on and on. But I think one of the downfalls that we have with social media is that Everything is instant with the technology that we have today, with the bandwidth on our computers and our, our Wi-Fi speeds, everything is at our fingertips now. So I think as a culture, we are losing some of the patience that we need to have. And especially when you're talking about humans who have their own paths, they've had their own stories prior to you. And even during your relationship, you guys are experiencing the same conflicts, but you've got different experiences because you guys are different people, right? So we really do need to take that golden rule of patience um, as a virtue and really apply that into our relationships and just know that it is worth it if you work it. Stay the course and one day you will reap the benefits. All right, so that is going to be it for today. Wednesday, September the 14th. Remember, tomorrow's my anniversary. 22 years together. I never thought that that would happen. Anyway, if you have not, please follow me on Facebook and Instagram at art.of.sia. That's S-I-A. Or you can go out and um, visit my webpage, artofsia.com. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, that is where you will find more information on my services and how you can get in touch with me so that we can start your journey to happily married after it is within reach. Until next time, take care of each other. <laughs>